Yeah. Welcome to Untangle, which is our Kitty Winkles podcast. My name is Jill and I am so excited today. We have an international guest. We have <laughs> Casey and um, Casey, would you introduce yourself to everyone? Sure, sure. Uh, my name is Casey. I am a mom of two, a uh, tween and a teen. I am a wife, a nurse. I work in the hospital still part-time, but I'm also a wellness coach um, part-time and business owner just of my wellness coaching business, but I also do real estate. So I'm a little, have my hand in all kinds of different oh, pots. Nap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, the same. I'm the same. So um, that's the reason why we're talking to Casey today uh, with regards to her wellness coach hat because I it's a phrase that we hear so much of coming up on Instagram and well what is a wellness coach so for me I use the term wellness coach as opposed to you hear health coach mindset it's all the coaches right I like the word wellness coaching because it sort of encompasses all of those things and I can bring all of my passions to the front um I tend to work a lot on mindset, stress reduction, but also toxin removal. Um, And in in toxins in your body as in detox. Oh, yep. yep. But even so I, I was, I like to work on both the physical toxins, but also the emotional toxins. So it sort of melds all those things together. Um, Okay. So is this something you've done for a while or is it something your nurse brought you to? So uh, it's a longer story that I can give to you if you want the whole thing. But essentially, I spent about 25 years or so um, having a lot of symptoms that were unexplained since my teenage years. Um, The conventional medicine wasn't really able to help me. They sort of would find things and band-aid them for periods of time with medication, never really got better. Um, And ultimately, by fluke, I ended up in a functional medicine clinic, and I had never heard of such a thing. Um, What is the difference between functional medicine and the normal medicine for one. Conventional medicine is looking to like cure disease as opposed to functional medicine looks at you as a whole person um, would probably be the quickest explanation. Um, So in functional medicine, you're looking to get to the root of a, of an issue. You know, if you have high blood pressure, instead of giving a medicine, you want to know why. why. Ah, okay. yeah, yeah. Success yeah. problem, right? But that um, makes that makes complete sense when you say that. <laughs> right? When you say it out loud, you're like, wait a minute. But I mean, you know, there's a place for all of those things. There's a place for all of those things in in the world, right? If I, you know, cut my hand and I need stitches, I I don't want to go to my wellness coach. She can't help me, you know. Yes. <laughs> so so um, that's how I ended up here. I ended up in that clinic. I ended up finding some solutions backsliding back and forth for several years and ultimately um, finding my most recent um, wellness coach that really was able to walk me through for my own self, a bunch of this stuff. And I decided I had been wanting to do it for a long time and never really feeling this might speak to you. I know it's something that you and I briefly spoke about. It just, I never felt confident enough to put myself out there as a health coach because I was, you know, feeling like my journey isn't complete. Um, and somehow at the beginning of the pandemic, I was just like, oh, this is, this is it. I am, I'm in, you know, I don't need yeah. to be finished. I don't want to learn from somebody who's finished and has it all figured out. I, I want to learn from somebody. Uh, yet. You see, no one's finished. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's really, I mean, that's really the, how I ended up here. And 
I am loving it. I love helping women, you know, specifically working moms is sort of my niche. I, you know, I help other people too, but I get those people the most because I'm a working mom. And I, you know, I understand that busyness and the balance of trying to figure out how to feed and nourish yourself in body and mind while also trying to teach your kids, trying to get your husband on board who thinks you're a nut. Like, I mean, all the things, right. It's the the mental busyness um, that comes with being a mom that is relentless because unless we feel as unless we're thinking about them all the time, we're not a good mom, you know, and and we, we should know when the next dental appointment is when the last when they need their shoes measured again um and we don't share any of those responsibilities because that's something we think should be automatic an automatic load for us why we do all these other things um and that's that's very hard to explain to someone who isn't in the middle of it with young children it eases a little bit as their independence grows if well, if you're okay with allowing your own boundaries to grow, um, that takes practice as well. I have um, an 18-year-old, Casey, and a 13-year-old and an 8-year-old. So I'm still um, working out how to give the 18-year-old their space without um, making her feel like I'm just throwing her out into the world and also making sure that I feel that I'm fitted in all the lessons that I wanted to fit in and I know it's I know it's not this final destination that they go to university and they and they never ask for help but I it's my first time and I kind of think oh um I wonder does she know how to change a plug no one no no one has to change a plug but I'm thinking oh does she know how to do light bulbs I need to teach her how to make pasta <laughs> and these are probably not things I need to do but I have that in the back of my head at all random times of the of the day and then it's different for the tween well she's a yes. teenager now she turned 13 there I feel like I have to be I have to give very very strong boundaries for her to push against yeah and um and then you go back to the eight-year-old where you're encouraging this independence so I feel like you know when they're different ages you're switching your hat all the time and that yeah um, that sense of everything's just bubbling about here. You remember that feeling <laughs> where it, you yeah, just and I mean, like I your head above the water. Yeah, and I think I think that's where my passion for this comes from because I was my daughter, my thirteen-year-old had a lot of issues when she was born, and then throughout, and then we she got sort of better, and then my son, my younger one, had some issues for a few years, and it's just I was drowning. I myself was drowning in, like, I could get tearful thinking about it. Oh my gosh, that mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that. I was drowning and there, I didn't feel like there was anyone to help me. Um, and so that's what I want to be for people. I want to be that resource. A voice. You, you know, that, yeah, to just say, you know what? It's okay to cry today. Today is okay for that. And then you need to, I'll help you figure out how to like transition out of that space. How do we then organize your day so that you have a little bit of time for yourself so that not everything is so crazy, you know, Oh, maybe you have this medical thing going on. I can help you figure that out too. Like there's, you know, I like working on all those parts, um, together. Well, I came to this field to use the service, um, just at the start of the pandemic, my stress levels were so high 
uh, they had been high for a while, but I didn't I didn't read it. I mean, it was ignoring the cues from my body, and yeah, it wasn't yeah, until um, it wasn't until it became so evident that it was impacting my quality of life. And I reached out and I work with a health coach at the minute. And to start with, that was just looking at how do I bring my stress down? Because although I was on blood pressure tablets, that wasn't it wasn't correct <laughs> the source of the problem, which was me and me not putting in place boundaries. Me not. Yeah. I think a large part of it comes from not being gentle enough with yourself to say that's enough for today. Or actually, you don't have to have all the balls in the air all the time. It's okay to set some of them down. And I think your role or, or, or someone who's in your role, it's it's like they lift you out of the water so that you can catch your breath and get your strength back. And then you're like, okay, I can swim again. It yeah. takes you out of the dangers. Right. I, I think as women, you know, in this sort of time period, we're expected to do all the things, you know, we're expected to be the homemaker, but we're also, most of us work. A lot of us do, not everybody, but a lot of people work. And, you know, then you've got the kids and then all these different things that are pulling your attention. And, you know, here in like the sort of suburban life, even if you're working and you have the kids, like you're also expected to be everything at all times to the school and to your husband, and to the town, and your friends, you're not supposed to miss a text, you're not supposed to be grumpy, yeah, 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 exactly, that's, I talk a lot about mindset, and stress reduction, um, you know, on, on my social media, because it's just something that I am really passionate about, and I'm still working on, I mean, I have days where I can't get out of my own way. I, I had a day like that yesterday and my husband was avoiding me the whole day. And I was just like, what's your problem? You know, and I was very mad. And he's like, I don't know. Your energy is like really bad. And it forced me to be like, at the end of the day, I was like, oh my God, this whole day. And it was me. It was me the whole day. And I was like, okay. And you know why? When I really got to looking at it, it was because my morning routine is normally, you know, I read, I have my coffee alone. At 5.30 in the morning, I, you know, sometimes I meditate or do other things and I didn't do that yesterday. And I just was like, oh man, you know, it it was like my whole day snowballed because I didn't take that time for myself first. Um, You know, and and that's kind of. And what I noticed is um, what we do is we, we go, okay, I have these issues. Let's work out something that helps me feel better. Should that be a routine? You do the routine for a while. You start to feel better. You forget about the routine because you're like, I don't need it. <laughs> and then, um, and I did that for a while. I I fought it, and I was like, No, I I can get I can get back on this. I can do all of this. I can um, be switched on twenty four seven. And the, the biggest gift for me was figuring out that I only need access to that energy. I can switch it off. I don't have to have it on all the time. But for some reason, that didn't occur to me before that I could switch it off. Um, But then it it fed my ego and it fed my, you know, I felt good when I was juggling everything. So then you try to juggle more so you can you can prove to yourself that you're doing everything. And then you crash and then you feel awful. So then you try to do more things to go, oh, see, I'm not I'm not awful. I can do it. It's just, yeah, yeah. don't you get into the cycle of pushing more and more and more onto yourself? 
Yeah. And I think society then dumps on too. Like I was saying it just, you know, your community, the news, all of the social media, like, you know, you're comparing yourself to other people on social media or you're constantly, constantly feeling like you need to be there on social media, you know, as a business person now who utilizes social media for a lot, Mm -hmm. I'm finding it hard to turn that off sometimes. And it's because, you know, I also probably have ADHD. And so it's, I'm like lasered into stuff for a super long period of time. And then I like, you know, and I can't see anything that's happening around me. And then I'm like, oh shoot, I've been like in this rabbit hole, you know, for the whole day or whatever. And so just the first step to the change is awareness. And so just by being aware that that's an issue now, I can like tune in and go, oops, that thing's happening again. Let me just open up my bag of tricks for my stress relief techniques. Like all, I have this list of things that I like to do. And at any given time, I'm like, I know I can reach into that bag and pick the thing that works for me today because maybe I don't want to journal today because that's hard for me. Maybe I just want to go outside, you know? But that's so lovely that you can acknowledge it now without giving yourself a hard time. You acknowledge it and then you help yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really long time. I think, you know, I, the word grace comes to mind and I use it a lot and it's a little bit of an overused word, I think right now, but, um, it happens to be my great grandmother's name and my daughter's middle name. It then has been becoming sort of a, a central word for me in my life because I'm really hard on myself. And I think a lot of women are that way. Um, but I think I specifically, struggled with that a lot for a really long time. And I see my daughter doing it now a little bit in this 13 year old, you know, time frame. And I'm like, it's, so it's bringing, it's again, you know, life's all about you're learning constantly. Right. So in this case, it's like the 13 year old girl that she is now is triggering all of my 13 year old things. Oh like, yeah. Like, oh, I had that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so it's so funny to be aware of that as a parent and then to be able to say, okay, this is not actually how I want to respond to that. It's just it's triggering a memory in me. Yeah. It's um, like I can think about how I didn't get the responses I didn't get when I was 13, right? And that I want to change, but also thinking about how I want to respond now as a as a different human than I even was when she was born. Yeah. Um, you know, and how I want her to see women uh, in this world being, you know, strong, but also not overbearing. You're trying to be yourself and put yourself out there and be true to you, but you don't have to run everybody over while you're doing it, you know? Yeah. Oh, that, that's, a- that's lovely. Yeah. I like that because um, we're, not, we're, not, we're not going to act in an ideal world all of the time. And I think to, to show them what we're aiming for but also that if we fall short of that it's it's okay to be understanding with yourself and it's okay to say well you know this is how I would do it the next time or this is how I pull it back in to be in line with my authentic self Um, and not just the response that is yeah I think we all have responses that are built from our past that helped us then um, right, but it's, but at some point they they become outdated, and we have to replace them with new responses. But that's that's really you have to be really brave, I think, to do that because you have to say, um, to say it's okay that that's how I did it before, but I want to be different. 
Yeah, I think that for for me, what comes to mind there, that is one of the biggest lessons that of my life that I've really struggled with and that I'm still sort of in the middle of is my relationship with food. You know, I, as a young child, was in a bit of a traumatic household and I soothed myself with food. I comforted myself. I, you know, I had all of these weird little practices that I, that I did and I did them right on into adulthood without really realizing that they were damaging me um, and getting frustrated because of all these other things. And then recently sort of going, coming to the conclusion um, during some other like really amazing energy work sessions that I've done and some hypnosis and some other things that, you know, that little girl needed that at that time. And maybe it wasn't great, but it's what she needed to get through. And she wasn't wrong for doing that. It's just that now this isn't serving me. And I yes, exactly. to find other ways, you know, to, to do that. And so I'm really passionate about that. I mean, you know, and I'm passionate about people understanding that the, the life that you like, wherever you are, isn't where you're stuck. Like it's a process and you're moving forward and you're going to go forward and you're going to go backward. And I'm doing that too, but I'm also here. I love community. I love bringing women together in that way. And just understanding when you're with other people, it makes it easier to forgive yourself in some ways. Right. It's because yeah. nobody else. Will talk to you will talk to you. It sounds like the best job. Like you, do you find it very rewarding when people find this new way of speaking with themselves? I do. I mean, and I, I would like to make it my full-time work, to be honest, that's the goal. Um, I just am not there yet. I started um, this practice about a year ago, a little over a year ago. Um, So, and I'm just growing slowly because I still have my full-time job and my family. So I've just been sort of plugging along, but it does feel really rewarding. I, I just started a new program that I'm beginning to sort of roll out um, that I'm calling transform from toxic to thriving. Oh, that's good. That's a good time. And the idea there is to help people to get started. It's overwhelming. You look at all this stuff and everyone's like, throw out everything in your house and start fresh. And everything you're saying to yourself is crap. And, you know, um, and I think that that's not the way to go. So what I'm hoping is to develop that out into a bigger thing where it's, um, you know, four weeks of time, live calls and all of that. Right now, I don't have a live group running, but I do have a free webinar. I can send you the details if you want oh, to have thanks. that. thanks. Yeah. yeah and, and it's a free 45-minute talk on mindset, habit change, um, the low-tox home stuff and stress reduction. And, you know, I'm just hoping that it'll inspire someone to start that journey, you know, and then if it suits you and it's great and you want to jump in a live group next time I offer it, at least then you'll be on my list and I can, oh, you know. Thank, that would be great. Yeah, we're going to. We're going to get Emma to put that in our um, links. So that's awesome. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, yeah. And Casey, how, how have you found the, the journey in the, in the last year? Do you, do you have a time scale for when you want this to be your full-time role? Or, or there, are there other indicators that you're looking out for? You know, it, I think it just depends on, I'm letting it kind of organically grow. I'm mm-hmm. spending a lot of time on it right now. Um, mostly because I, I love it. And like I said, I have that little bit of that ADHD brain, so I can like lock into it and yeah. spend days on end, you know, planning social media posts that, that go nowhere. So, <laughs> um, you know, but I think ideally my husband is a fireman and, you know, and I have my nursing career, so firemen retire early. So ideally in 10 years time, when he retires, I would like this to be big enough. And if I haven't been able to retire yet, 
at that point to retire from our full-time jobs and do our passion jobs for the last, you know, 10 or 20 years of our career. Yeah. And we'll do real estate and, and my wellness coaching. That would be ideal. Ah, the real estate. Is that flip houses or those rental properties or? Rental properties. Yeah, we just, um, we've done it for a long time and we've just sort of flipped our strategy in the last couple of years. So we got our first commercial building this past year. And uh, so it's been a journey. I mean, we're always learning. Wow. And, yeah. and I have to say that's another just hard, like flipping that back to the um, coaching. I was recently, we had an, a, a real estate issue and historically I allow my husband to sort of deal with the contractors and whatnot, because they don't really take me overly seriously. And I w- didn't have that opportunity this time. I had to do a certain number of things. Mm-hmm. And so it was just another, I was like, man, universe. Okay. Like, I just, I see that you've been preparing me all of this stuff with this wellness coaching and helping other people and just getting myself out there like this on a podcast or put, putting my face on social media prepared me for that moment when I had to talk to people that I felt out of my league. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm here. You can take yeah. me seriously. Oh, wow. Well done. Those are the wins. Those are yeah. the wins that touch us right in here. And just, we think, okay, I've got this. And you're yeah. and all of a sudden you stand a little bit taller and a little bit better. And oh, when you feel, is there anything that feels as good as when you feel proud of yourself? Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is like, I, that's what I love about the community, you know, aspect of, of group coaching when, when it comes up and I know I've been a part of other people's group coaching, coaching programs, several. And then now that's what I'm trying to do. And it's mostly because how it's easier to be proud of someone else sometimes than yourself, right? It's just kind of comes more naturally, but when other people mirror it back to you, it allows you to go, Oh man, you know what? I've never done that thing before. That's awesome. Wait a minute. Yes. Yeah. Right. And it, it almost gives you permission then. Yeah. To say, oh, well, I, I'm, oh, I'm actually a bit proud of myself there. I can't believe I did that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But we should be better at, or no, there's no shoulds. I wonder what it would be like if we were, if we give ourselves permission to be proud of ourselves more often. Yeah. I think yeah. that it's the energy. I think that's a beautiful question. I think you know, when you get in that space of gratitude for everything that happens, um, you, things just happen. Things come your way. Your feeling draws to you the things that are supposed to happen, right? So Mm -hmm. even this catastrophic disaster that we just dealt with at a rental property, you know, I had a day of freaking out and going, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. And I don't even know where to start. But then my husband kind of panicked and I was like, oh, you know what? My hyperactive brain that grew up in trauma was made for this moment. <laughs> I was like, all um, my hyper awareness of all the things is going to pay off. Oh, my handbag. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So then oh, I, yeah, I could be grateful for everything that had happened to me up to that point because it set me up for a success that I didn't even, I couldn't have imagined because I would have wished it away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, Casey, I have so enjoyed talking to you today. Um, and I, I just think the, the, the NHS, which is our medical um, system over here, should connect all women with um, health coaches or wellness coaches, because I think, I think 
it should come with your maternity, especially with like a maternity package. I, I think it's, there's so I much good to be had from that. The conventional medicine side is really driven by insurance. So I think it's coming, right? I mean, the, the drive is coming. People are spending their own money and their own time. And I think eventually like the statistics show that prevention is, you know, way cheaper than, you know, fixing something on the back end. So I think that it will catch up eventually. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. Casey, thank you so much. Have you got an um, Instagram page that people can check out on? Yeah, I am at Casey and co CO wellness. Um, and I'll send you the links to that. I'm on Pinterest. I'm on Instagram. And I also have a Facebook group. If that is of interest to anybody, I can send that to you. I'm called wellness within. And I really have that group. I post there a few times a week to, because I can post longer form content there and I can give people more resources than you can really do elsewhere. Um, but yeah, and then I'll send you the link to the webinar if anyone wants to check that out. Oh, fantastic. And, you know, maybe we could do an Instagram live or something. Some oh, evening. yeah, Just, um... totally into that. And I'm running a seasonal detox coming up um, well as well soon. Um, I'll send you the details on that. I do them four times a year. So, Oh, Casey, thank you very much. Okay, we'll see, we'll see you all next time. All right, bye-bye.